Hi, I'm Sam Weiner. It's more important than ever to keep up with your friends during this time of social isolation. That's why today I called my friend Andy Myra. Hello, Andy. Hey. Well, how are you? What's your current quarantine situation? I'm doing pretty good. Um, just stuck at home at this point with the family. Two kids, lovely wife. Yeah, we're basically doing like homeschool in the morning and then, you know, trying to get work done in the afternoon, cooking, cleaning obsessively. And has your cleanliness gone up or down? Mine's gone down a little bit, just in the sense that like there's underwear on the ground. And I'm like, who am I cleaning up for? Oh, interesting. Yeah, no, with I wonder if I was in your situation. I assume it would be the same. I think I would probably just fall apart. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> we're in a spot where like our house has never been so clean. And ev like every night Jenna is doing this like scrub down of every single um, like surface and handle in the house. It's actually great. There's actually a number of things about this that if it like weren't for the fact that a global pandemic was swallowing our planet would be like, oh, this is kind of good. Like, I'm, like, eating pretty good, and, like, <laughs> hands are super clean. Normally, your life consists mostly of gallivanting about town while your responsible wife goes to a real job every day. Yes. <laughs> this is a thing that I heard, and I wonder if you've heard this, that, like, makes a lot of sense to me, which is that people who, it's been reported that some people prior who prior to the, pandemic suffered from like depression and anxiety mm -hmm. are now reporting feelings of like increased positivity and i feel great do you really it's a weird feeling of like well this is how i felt before this is what i was doing before but now everyone is doing it that's exactly so that's what i've been like i've kind of been feeling that and i've like seen that reported and the like the concept that I've seen is that a lot of anxiety is driven by feeling abnormal. And, totally. And if you feel like, well, you know, you're, you have a lot of chaos internally, but other people seem really happy, that being deviant from the norm is the thing that provokes anxiety. And when, like, the external chaos of the world starts to reflect your internal chaos, you're like, oh, well, at least I'm normal. <laughs> at least I'm the same. Not only am I normal. But staying in all the time and talking to no one is a heroic act. Yeah. <laughs> You've been prepped and training for this. I've had a lot of people say that to me. <laughs> About me? <laughs> yes, most of the people I talk to is just conversations about you. I assume so. Do the kids have any understanding of what's going on or why their lives are different or why they can't go outside? Yeah, I think so. Um, they and and slowly, you know, it's interesting that it's not based on like a single conversation where it was like, here's what's going on. Mm -hmm. It just feels like sort of osmotically everybody is picking up on the deal. Hmm. Like, for example, a few weeks ago. So it's right now is technically the kids first day of spring break. But oh, okay. they've been home from school for three weeks already. And. During the spring break, we actually had this long scheduled trip. We were going to go to Hawaii 
Ooh. And, you know, everybody's looking forward to it. And when, like, all of this started to unfold, one of our thoughts was, like, ah, it's going to be tough to, like, tell the kids that that's probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. We, we delayed on it until just, like, a couple days ago. We're like, you know, you, know, you guys, we're not going to Hawaii. <laughs> and they were like, <laughs> they were like, yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, like, really? Yeah, they were like, yeah, what, how, what, why would we go? We can't even get in the car. Like, no planes are flying. And it's like, oh, good. You guys have really sort of like picked up on the deal here. Being together all the time, are you guys having cabin fever? Are you driving each other crazy? Or is it like bringing you closer together? That's, yeah, it's a good question. They, they, I would say it's, it's kind of bringing everybody closer together. The kids have been awesome. Like prior to this, my daughter was reading the Little House on the Prairie series. Mm-hmm. And it feels like that was like a good mental preparation for what we're going through. There's like mm. kind of like pioneer spirit that's moving through our house. It's kind of good. And I feel like there's a little bit of that in every neighborhood. Yeah. Right now. Are you seen, like, have you seen your neighbors? Like, how do you, how do you get that? Just that there's nobody out, but everyone is doing it, you know, with the spirit of togetherness. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do you get that sense in New York that there's like a lot of solidarity or are people just Definitely. individually panic spiraling? No, I think there's a lot of solidarity, actually. I think there's certainly panic spiraling. But if anything, there's solidarity in that, too. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting, because like out here, it feels a little more balkanized mm. where, you know, people are kind of like in their houses. But if you see people out. I mean, this is probably the same a lot of places. There's like, you know, you're sort of gripped with like a little bit of fear at seeing another human. Totally. And the concept of like, oh, well, I don't want to accidentally encourage social closeness, so I won't smile or talk to them because that will keep <laughs> them away. <laughs> Today, I went just around my block to get some air. And this was the first day I noticed people wearing masks. Like everybody was wearing a mask. Yeah. But I was not. And I felt uh, like a pariah. Mm. You registered that from other people or you just internally felt like a pariah? I just kind of internally felt it because I was like, oh, I want to be doing the most healthy thing. But I don't own a mask. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. I I have been kind of relieved that people out here have like turned the corner to just accepting masks. Like the a couple of weeks ago when I went to the supermarket and I wanted to wear a mask, but nobody was wearing masks. And I was like, I kind of want to freak everybody out by like putting a mask on. Right. So I felt like I was like, I don't want to introduce like panic into this environment. I think it's changed that way here, too. If you saw someone out with a mask two weeks ago, it was like, uh-oh. Yeah. Definitely stay away from this person. Yes. Right. Exactly. And, and now everyone is, everyone's doing it. Yes. What are you reading, watching, listening to? So it's been hard to find something that, like, connected with me. Like, it, it just took a while to sort of figure out what I wanted to watch or read. Yes. Um, last night, I was gripped with wanting to watch, rewatch, go back and rewatch The Wire, which I started to do because I felt like it had an appropriately sort of clear-eyed and dim view of humanity. Yes. 
And yet, like, the slightest bit of optimism that, like, humans could affect positive change through a broken bureaucracy. So I needed a little bit of that. And I felt like, and watching the first episode, I was like, yeah, 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 this this is scratching that itch for me. I also, at the very beginning, when I was really sort of freaking out, for whatever reason, the book that I pulled off my shelf was was Tom Robbins, some mm. Tom, a Tom Robbins book. And I was like, you know what? I think I just need to like read a few of these sentences every day and just like sit with them. You're thinking of Tony Robbins. Yes. No, that's what that is what I should be doing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, real big guy. Yeah. Yeah. White yeah. teeth. Yes. Is there any entertainment that you can consume with your kids that you guys both like? Yeah, totally. We we can connect on on the movies that they like. They like watched Jurassic Park recently. Hmm. We watched the second Jumanji movie. They're into the, you know, like Toy Story and that kind of thing. Hey, do you remember a movie called The Journey of Natty Gan? No. Okay. This came up in our in our house recently. It's like from the 80s, early John Cusack. All I remember from it was this like kid in the like 1800s. Her dad leaves her and she's got to make her way across the country by like boxcar and avoid Ooh. danger. Which was like, you know, from when like kids movies were really sort of dark and, and horrifying. I was scared by every movie that I also loved. Like what, which movies? I loved Ghostbusters. I loved Flight of the Navigator. Yeah. And both, both of those movies have like weird mo- monsters in them. Yes. I remember being like on edge watching them, but liking that feeling. Yes. Totally. Uh, well, Andy, thank nights. you very much for talking with me. Uh, I like to end all of these with a quick friendship quiz. Okay. On a scale of one through ten, what were we as friends before this phone call? And what are we now after this phone call? I think before this phone call, we were probably at like a solid seven. Okay. Um, but now that we're... Um, we're business partners in podcasting. <laughs> I think we might have just dropped to like a 6.9. We've dropped. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But we can still we can still rebound. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Andy. Is there anything you want to say to everyone who's listening? Just be well. Hug your loved ones. What sappy advice that is. Yeah. That's all I got. Ha, 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 ha.